This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. A motorcyclist who rode from Colorado Springs to Denver in 20 minutes is back in the state. Brendan Deitzman was extradited from Texas to the El Paso County Jail. He was arrested in Texas two weeks ago, five months after recording what became a viral video on YouTube showing the 32 year old reaching speeds of at least 150 miles an hour along I 25, weaving in and out of lanes of traffic and between cars. He faces a long list of such charges, including speeding and reckless driving. No word on when he'll make his first court appearance. Charges are pending against a driver involved in a Colorado Springs crash three weeks ago. A car hit two pedestrians near the intersection of Fillmore Street and Cascade Avenue. Police say at the time both victims were checked out and refused to be taken to a hospital. One had minor injuries, the other was far worse but didn't know it. The 78-year-old woman began suffering headaches days later and died of her injuries. This makes eight traffic deaths so far this year, double the number of all of last year. No charges are expected to be filed after a vehicle barreled through the front doors of a grocery store in Fountain. Happened yesterday morning at the Safeway on Mesa Ridge. Police say that an elderly driver suffered a medical emergency and drove through the front doors, coming to a stop in the produce area. No one was hurt inside the store. The driver's condition has not been updated. The co-owner of the King's Storage Facility in Pueblo is giving details on the discovery of child remains in one of the storage units. Julia Brecky said the child's grandmother came by to pick up some items that belonged to the couple. The couple's items had just been thrown out because they didn't pay their bills. She wanted me to go down and see what I thought about it. And I went down and I said, yeah, that does look a little suspicious, I, you know, but you need to probably call the police. You, you have your suspicions that there's probably something there, but you really don't want to go to the dark side. Brecky said she couldn't tell what was in the metal container because it was filled with concrete. But after being processed by police, police confirmed that the concrete metal container contained the remains of Yesenia Dominguez. Her parents, Corena Minjarez and Jesus Dominguez, have since been arrested. The remains of Yesenia's brother were also found weeks later in a suitcase in the trunk of a car linked to the couple that was at a local scrapyard. Brecky said the discovery of Yesenia's body has tied her closer to the suspect mother and she said her heart bleeds for her. Colorado Springs, meanwhile, is working to prevent the, to prepare for the worst. Three hospitals held a mock disaster yesterday with partners from the Denver FBI office to see how they could handle a bioterrorism attack. FBI Special Agent David Autry says that these kind of exercises are designed to build the coordination between all responders. There's no exercise I've ever been to that goes 100% perfect. So we learn from each scenario of things that we can do better to see how we can partnership and what other things we can bring to the table to help the hospitals prepare for this type of event. Patients came in with symptoms that are oftentimes misdiagnosed, like difficulty swallowing, muscle weakness, double vision, and slurred speech. It was to simulate the milk supply being poisoned, but the staff didn't know. The drill meant to help responders focus on readiness, response, and recovery. Afterward, they discussed the challenges and highlighted areas of improvement. Big changes are possible after a Colorado funeral home scandal. A new bill introduced yesterday demands better regulations. It calls for routine inspections of funeral homes outside of normal hours and allows investigations to continue even when a business closes. Representative Matthew Soper, one of the lawmakers behind the push, says this would have helped to prevent the 190 decomposing bodies that were left at a funeral home in Fremont County last year. We've been in contact with some people from other states, and they're all watching Colorado right now. They, they're they curious what we're going to do, how we're going to do the transition, how we're going to clean up our act. 
Another bill coming next week could be historic. It aims to require a license to operate funeral homes, which would be a first for the state. Crime victims in Colorado are fighting to make sure murder suspects aren't given bail. The state's highest court ruled last year that bond must be granted since there's no death penalty. But if a new bill passes, the decision will be left up to voters in November. The bill cleared another hurdle yesterday after lawmakers heard testimony at a committee hearing where everyone was in support. The bill now moves to the House floor and then the Senate. Well, and here's a tragic reminder to be extra careful when hiking in the great outdoors. A woman fell to her death yesterday at the Colorado National Monument. The Mesa County Sheriff's Office says witnesses saw her tumble about 60 feet in the area of Rough Canyon, Lemon Squeezer. The search and rescue volunteers rushed to the scene, tried to save the 41-year-old, but her injuries were simply too severe. Partly to mostly cloudy, a few scattered rain and snow showers as we head late morning into the afternoon. Temperature-wise today, we're going to see the upper 40s around Colorado Springs, 54 in Pueblo. Everybody cooler out across the plains with winds out of the north at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at krdo.com.